Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 126 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, August the 17th, and I, the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. Uh, a lot of weapon talk this week, uh, exotic changes, range changes, and um, just a lot of stuff going on, and um, Bungie has been putting out the information. They kind of held it all toward the end of the season. And the chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. We, uh, yeah, we definitely got a lot to talk about. That isn't the twid. So uh, excited to get into it. And remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Bungie friend request and... Uh, Friend request on Discord as well. That way we can play games together. Uh, as we kind of said, we got a, a few different communications. Uh, we had twids and like a, a, an exotic tuning and a weapons breakdown. And of course, a video to discuss. So it's going to be pretty action packed. But before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music brought to you from Link, who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, Link. Awesome job. Jared? All right. So if you missed it on Tuesday, uh, me and Fox was around and able to put out a Mercy podcast with Joe Blackburn, put out a 15-minute video about how the state of the game was not uh, up to the par that Bungie has set in the past. And he admitted to it, and he's like, hey, that's on him, mainly because it just wasn't high on their priority list. They just heads down on the final shape, putting the finishing touches on it, and um, they kind of just threw some stuff together. So in response to that, um, they're going to be putting out a PvP map pack sometime in 2024. That's not a, We don't have an exact date on that yet. And then a PvP strike team that's going to bolster up PvP and, and fix stuff in a hurry and make it better. A reverse set that's supposed to be for silver next season. It's going to be in the ritual reward list. So basically you can get it from Zavala, Shax, and the Drifter. And then communication is going to get better. Um, the community managers are going to commute through the like the Destiny 2 team. Um account that's on x and i think they also have it on reddit and then joe is actually going to stream himself at different times and um, i'm sure there's going to be multiple involved he's going to be answering some questions about the game and try to play with people that's really good at the game maybe in pvp maybe in pve and just uh and do some stuff with the community and some of the community leaders so you all probably heard from me and fox so so chad what was your uh, thoughts whenever you seen Joe's video. Well, I was hoping to react to it. So instead of doing that, I, I got to watch uh, you guys do it the next day um, and saw a little hand 
in a weird place on the screen. Um, but uh, I think it's good that he that he did a, a re, like a response video to help uh, answer some of the questions that that were most prevalent um, from from that article um, and and obviously complaints that people had. Um, and he helped bring things up that, that weren't brought up in, in the article itself. Um, so he did assuage a lot of fears there and, and help, uh, help themselves look a little bit better, which is good. I didn't, I wasn't really feel either way, but it, you know, seeing mm-hmm. map pack stuff and, and, uh, and, and Eververse set that was coming out this season is it just the, the things that he talked about that they were going to do. Like if actually we are doing this, it's in the plans to do this. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, it's good to know that now and know that that's actually a thing that they're supposedly doing. Um, that's good. Uh, I mean, as soon as I heard map pack, I'm like, Oh boy, I hope it's like the best map pack that's ever been released. The Zombies Chronicles. Dude, that was like nine zombies maps that came out just all at once on Black Ops 3. It was magnificent. Um, it was I so good. I never played that. I, I was like a, like a zombies in Halo? Dude, a Black map, Ops map pack? Black Ops 3 had like so many maps just for zombies and it was excellent. It's the best game for zombies, I think. Um, but I'm like that's my like high bar on a map pack there. Um, like a map pack of like four or five, four, like I'm like, that'd be pretty good. Just like a flu. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And if they're like in environments that we don't have yet, like that'd be neat, but you know, we'll see what happens there, but it's, it's something that at least be like, Oh, they, you know, that's a possibility. That's cool. You think, you yeah. think one of those will be in the, like inside the traveler in that Canyon. It's, I mean, it's possible. It'd be weird if there was one in the interspace in like all the psychedelic lights and stuff. Oh. Um, but, uh, or depending on what happens on the traveler, like just on the surface of it, mm. um, okay. or on, on the, uh, the, the space station that, uh, from, from the last season of last year, like, on top of it somewhere like having a big open space on top of it or inside and, and outside of it, just looking down at earth and the traveler, that'd be neat. With like a little low gravity section in one part of it. If you're like outside or whatever, that could be, did, did, did halo do that? Or I'm trying to think. I I believe so. so. I I believe that they did. in one of them, you could, they did something with gravity Yeah. or like, Oh, I'm I'm thinking about, cause I'm thinking destiny two, And I'm like, Oh, presage. That's right, because there was a section where it was low graph. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so th- they have the they have the switches for on and off for that. So they have that figured out. So that'd be neat. What if they What if they just come straight out with like some sort of forge thing to where the community can make maps for them? I, yeah, mean, I mean, that'd be the dream. Yeah. <sighs> The world I someday hope to live in. All right. So um, check out another video with uh, us reacting to Joe for uh, my Fox main thoughts there. 
but we got a lot of weapon stuff to talk about. So we're going ahead and move on to uh, the weapon balance preview for season 22. And uh, it starts off with a lot of uh, graph talk and about um, Bungie observing weapons in high skill lobbies versus low skill lobbies. And that mainly shows the difference between hand cannon usage and auto rifle usage depending on lobbies. So low skill lobbies, auto rifle, auto rifle usage goes up, it gets more kills. And then when you get high skill lobbies, auto rifles go down and hand cannons come back up and get more kills. Um, there's still some outlier weapons out there that is getting some tuning, like the Immortal Adept is still just way out there. Uh, so like the best players have Adept Immortals because they got flawless and then therefore those weapons also automatically better by like, you know, two to five percent. So that's why that that's out there. But these SMG changes that's coming up here with uh, untethering uh, damage fall off from Zoom, it's going to change uh, some of these outliers. So if you like graphs, and you like oh, what weapon did I use? And how is it ranking up compared to high skill and low skill? Like go in there and see, but it's a it's a good uh, it's a good way to look at and see where you're at in the spectrum. Now, in general, you always wanted more zoom on every weapon you had, and the reason for that is because whenever you bumped up the zoom, it scaled your damage fall off distance, your aim assist fall off distance, increased your accuracy, and it reduced recoil. So that's why Adept Rage Find a Paltrow is like the best 140. And then um, you get into a lot of these SMGs. These SMGs, you're like, all right, Rage Finder can roll in this SMG. What am I pairing with it? So um, that's going to change a bit. So the scales damage fall off distance for range with rangefinder will be no more that there'll be a standard range fall off distance based on the range stat. the higher zoom with rangefinder will still have those other three benefits of the additional aim assist fall off and the increased accuracy and reduced recoil so um talked about hand cannons already so we'll stick with that for right now standard hand cannon Zoom is 1.4. With Rangefinder, it goes up to 1.54. Going into next season and beyond, hand cannons across the board will have a 1.5 zoom. So if you want to get your hand cannon up to the highest range possible, it's literally just invest in the range stat. It's no longer I need Rangefinder and, and the range stat. And then SMGs, was that same 1.4 on average. It's also continuing to have that 1.4 moving forward. It will not be bumped up any farther with rangefinder. So uh, then, so like the lowest range for a hand cannon is going to dip down to 24 meters. The highest range is going to be 37 and a half, and you're going to find that on like an aggressive frame. Hand cannon, SMGs, they're going to be at low end at 14, and the high end just getting past 23 meters. So every weapon is going to ha basically have a set range it's going to engage in uh, moving forward. 
is any of those subfamilies that we want to talk about there. Like those are the two main weapons that people talk about with range. I think Paul Swaffles might be in there in a bit, but is there any questions you all have with the range changes to zoom with zoom? Not so much. I just know like whenever I was real into PVP and was grinding like PVP rolls out, you know, it was just <clears throat> at that point it was like shotgun hand cannon or sniper hand cannon. Mm-hmm. And so like those were the ones that I cared the most about because that was good at the time. Uh, so at that point, it, like you mentioned, it was range and rangefinder. That was like what you were all worried about. So you could get the drop off pushed out further. So I think all of that is people that have been invested into the game. Like I feel like most of that stuff that they already know, as far as like how it's going to feel, I don't think that I'll notice. Honestly, I I don't think it'll be something because I don't play enough crucible to be able to tell. So yeah, it will not matter to me at all. If you use using one of those weapons, that's a, the outlier, like the very tippy top of the class, so an adept immortal, um, it will be brought in some here. Um, the last thing I guess I want to touch on is like Bunches gave us the exact scenario with stats and showed how the difference of damage fall off is going to be. So an adaptive hand cannon with a range stat of 70, uh, when ADS, that is 31 meters to drop off. And it had range finder, it would bump it up to 34 meters. And now, regardless, the rangefinder doesn't play into the equation here. It's going to be a drop-off at 33 and a half meters. So basically, it's going to be where it's at, just a touch short with rangefinder on most of these weapons. All right. um, Because of these changes to Zoom, there's going to be some custom changes to exotic uh, weapons. And they basically didn't want any of these weapons to fall too far um, out of band compared to the rest of them that's in the archetype. So Ace of Spades with Momentum More, it already had a 10% damage nerf to range when it, when it was proc'd, and now it's going to have a 15% nerf. Devil's Ruin, um, they're bringing the damage falloff bonus down to a bonus of only 10%, and it was at 20%, so range down just a bit um last word we'll now have a 1.1 ads falloff scaler which is really weird for them put out there because you don't ads last word so i guess range for it's going to be a bit better but okay uh crimson will have a 1.3 ads damage falloff scaler this weapon can absolutely flinch you to the ceiling i feel like still so um they're going to bring it in line just a touch. And uh, Vex getting very similar um, change to it. So it's Forerunner and Ariana's Vow are just going to be a flat scale to 2.0 Forerunner and Ariana 2.4. So Aces Bates, I, I kind of feel like that was, they already getting ahead of that. So in my mind, like what was the other hand cannons they didn't touch? And Thorn comes to mind here. So maybe Thorn um, is going to feel like it has a rangefinder, which is awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Thorn in D1. It'd be nice if it had a little, little comeback there. 
All right. Um, let's just get into some just general uh, weapon changes moving forward. And these will have some PvE-centered aspects to it, not just uh, PvP. So hand cannons, um, this is like the third go-around with them going to buff hand cannons in some way in PvE. And I think this one should finally do it. So they increase the reload speed from at the zero stat by 15%. PvE damage, uh, minor combatants, red bars, they increase the damage by 20%. And against major combatants, which that's the orange bars, they increase damage by 75%. Um, that's going to be juicy. Uh, if anybody that held on to like some fate bringers of the past, uh, that, that thing is going to be hitting pretty hard. Uh, next season with that extra kinetic boost also at the same time. And then we're getting a heavy burst tank in next season with Warden Law changing over to that. That's one sunset weapon I've always held on to in the vault. So uh, we'll see how, how that plays out. Uh, if any of y'all well, the, are bow, bow users, what's that? The uh, Isn't the sunset version static so you can pull it at any time? Uh, there's a version of it that is static. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe that's... I doubt that's going to be updated, but you can just automatically pull that, but uh, that'd be nice. All right, uh, bows. <sighs> the reload animation was um, like locked, so you couldn't do it faster than a half a second, and now you can do it up short as a 0.3 seconds. So that's some of them bow load... Loader scalers will work with them now. And then they um, increase the projectile velocity. Sometimes it doesn't it didn't work as hit scan like they intended. The only, only time I ever really used bows was uh was the overload bows. Yeah. Yeah, I like that was about it really. I feel like bows I know bows were anti barrier at one point, but I don't remember them ever be unstoppable. I could be wrong. I think they they might have been on support at one point. Yeah, I um, I don't think so. I think we've gotten anti barrier and overload on them a couple yeah. times. Um, can't remember unstoppable. What's your favorite bow? Uh, right now it's Witchender. Leviathans. It's my chunky boy. Yeah, what's uh, God, I hate myself. What's the the arc one that's exotic that like changed Trinity. the Trinity Ghoul. Trinity Ghoul. Yeah, it's like I know it's not Tiku's because that's the solar one, but yeah, yeah, Trinity Ghoul is probably one I I had a lot with. But then it, I don't know. It, it I always thought it was frustrating, like trying to run strikes as somebody else is running it, because like they're just slaying everything else out, <clears throat> so you can't get your bounties done. Yep, it's when you just go to a lost sector. Way to get pulled to the boss. Um, all right, SMGs. This is just a legacy fix. This has um, been in the game for a long time. This is back when was it Vicarious Visions made Warmind. stuff for for Walmart? Yeah, um, that's when they introduced the aggressive SMG and they put the RPM stat at 750. However, it only ever shot at a hundred at 720 RPM. So, um they just corrected the the screen to actually say it shoots at 720 and not 750. Haven't asked what it's been doing all along. Glad they really. I wonder how many <laughs> man hours it took to change that. 
Uh, or person person hours, I guess. But I do remember that the the re- now retired Master Breakdown podcast talked about that like two years ago. So, uh, all right, uh, sidearms. Sidearms is going to be probably getting an uptick in uses now. So the aggressive burst sidearms have been a little bit too easy time to kill wise. So they're reducing the base damage from thirty two to thirty. People uh, like pulse. Jared slaying <laughs> out, slaying out with him. <laughs> I could, I could tell you last time I used a sidearm. It's probably Forerunner. The last time I used one. Uh, pulse rifles. Uh, BXR. It's zoom. Fact. It's zoom is now going back to twenty. Um, it was reduced back whenever it was coupled together. So now, back to its intended uh, scope in size. But that gun's uh, not really meant to be played with a like adsing there right uh yes but almost like a finisher ads thing you know it kind of walks two lines of life okay i I mean i put free hand grip on mine if if i'm using it in pvp because i think i have arrowhead break so i don't need to counterbalance but yeah right all right fusion rifles so all the time whenever uh you got like charge time masterwork on fusion rifles and chad i don't know how many times you've been through this it negatively affects the fusion rifle it actually ends up putting out less damage so that's no longer going to be the case so if you get charge time masterwork or actually just get a better charge time and not decrease the damage of the bolts yep so is chad do you know does any of them come to mind that you might have had a three or four out of five god oh it's it's yep Mm mm-hmm I think I had a glacier chasm that was perfect, and then I saw the charge time master work that was like at a, it was at a highish number already, um, and I was like, well, this is garbage, um, <laughs> so I scrapped it. Oh no, no regrets. Yeah, I still, I'm, I'm happy with my choice. What I did there, um, it would throw off my mojo, being, uh, point zero five seconds faster charge time, um. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I've scrapped literally every single fusion I've ever gotten that had a charge time masterwork on it because of this exact thing. All right, next up is uh, heavy frame, wave frame grenade launchers like these. But they put one out in the game, right? You get it on the Enuma. So I'm guessing we probably get another one next season, but... Um, the the size and damage of self that you can do yourself AOE is going to be reduced, and it should make it much safer to fire a projectile closer to your feet. So, I don't like Man, using. I can not remember yeah. the name of that grenade launcher. I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah. So using your heavy as an ad clear is very. It's not done a lot, right? So. In scenarios that you do use your heavy as at clear is kind of pairing it with div. Um, so I guess if you know that your enemies are going to be on the ground, um, it's not bad, but machine guns are just in a good place right now where it's kind of tough to switch off those for, for general at clear. So maybe the, the, these could see another buff or two and um, they can get some play. Uh, Chad, do you see all these changes to these swords that's coming this way? I did. I did. And the, the, what were you going to say? 
I mean, do you understand him? And please take him away because I don't want to talk about him. Uh, sure. Um, so the first thing you talk about is Sword Guard. Uh, energy now recharges after a short delay when used, but recharges much faster. Uh, the delay before recharge and recharge before recharge and the recharge rate are both governed by the guard charge rate stat. Uh, so the higher the guard charge rate stat, the bigger the change for the before recharge and recharge rate. Um, delay ranges between 2.7 seconds, so just over one, uh, de- decreasing with the charge rate stat. Uh, they've massive, massively increased the rate and in, the rate energy returns after the delay to compensate, and they increased even at higher charge rate stats. Uh, so even after the delay, swords now return to full energy from empty faster than before this rework. Um, now that's going to be significant-ish um, for swords that make you guard. I think lament is one of them, but. With the combo that you pull off, you get your guard back faster. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference on that. But uh, for Titans running strongholds, it just means you're going to be able to do the the guard better and be able to get the timing faster and more often. So it'll be a lot easier to do. Um, and it's since strongholds were also changed to be much more um, forgiving. So it's going to be if you if you're doing solo content with swords and and strongholds it'll be a lot easier for you to stay alive um obviously not not as much as lorelei but uh it's still gonna be a fun time um so the full power heavy attacks can now be used with non-zero amount of sword energy with any amount rather than the required full sword energy uh they massively increase sword guard damage resistance giving it about eight 82.5 82.5 and 95% damage reduction depending on guard resistance stat. Um, so that brings it, it looks like that brings it in line with glaives. Um, and then it provides a 52 to 65% damage reduction depending on the guard resistance stat. So there's, it's, it's going to feel more like a glaive glaive guard than a sword guard, wow. which is pretty wild. Um, so I I already have strongholds set up on my Titan just to just to have them ready to go just just to test stuff out. I hope that we get um what was the 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 sword guard um artifact mod um oh, passive guard passive guard cuz oh boy I mean this is that make you unkillable. Yeah yeah it's going to be pretty rad. Uh, so sword guard no longer loses energy when taking damage. It's just you pop a guard and you have it for as long as you hold it until you run out and that's it. Um, as a result, the guard efficiency has been removed as a stat. So you don't need to worry about guard efficiency. Uh, sword guard duration is now increased across every guard type with those with the shortest durations benefiting the most. Sword Guard talent nodes have had their stats squished down combined with the above. Even though their stats have been reduced, their damage reduction, charge rates, and guard durations are now increased across the board. Uh, This allows origin traits and other sword perks more room to increase these stats and allow performance beyond their maximum, previous maximum. Um, Sword Guard talent nodes now visually affect the charge rate bar on the inspection screen when you hover over or select them similar to other stat affecting nodes. Uh, sword movement speed while blocking has increased from a 
0.75 multiplier to a 0.85 times multiplier. And the lament has been special cased. So it's charge time and delay are unaffected, but it still benefits from the increased guard damage reduction and duration. Um, so that means that if you go up onto an enemy and pull up the guard to activate the, uh, the combo, even if you get hit by something super hard, you're still not, you're not going to take that much damage anymore. Um, even though you had the sword guard up, you still didn't take much. And then the lament activates healing anyway. You're just going to be an absolute freight train with lament because it's, it's guard. The guard defense essentially has been increased along with all the other swords. So it's going to be pretty rad. So, Anytime somebody's struggling to stay alive in any like, so uh, like the first encounter of Rune of Nightmares, right? So like somebody has to guard a totem, right, and make and make callouts. So if they have like a wait a a caster frame sword, like if they're struggling, they just throw that sword on, block when they get hit, so they can do a read, and then start to go into town with the sword and staying alive. And then maybe have a glaive switch too. They need even more shield. What about Val, yeah. Val the Disciple? Yeah, Val the Disciple. Sorry. Okay, I was really confused. I was like, dude, yeah. <laughs> I haven't ran that raid in a minute. Yes, read it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it looks like survivability of that is going to be uh, a lot higher. And then Stronghold grants you restoration, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. I'd have to reread it again. I just put it on my Titan like the last time I was on. I'm like, oh, so I'm going to want can, this. You can chain restoration with a solo sword too. That's that's insane. Wow. It's going to be pretty. And laments a solar sword. Mm-hmm. So that, that gives itself healing too. So it's going to be. I think that's why I put strongholds on my character is so I could try lament out in the new dungeon just because kills heal. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it says rapidly damaging targets after blocking shots with a sword grants restoration for a duration determined by the number of shots blocked. Sheesh. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I'll do it. Double special lament. Just lament <laughs> only the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we're going to move on to exotic weapon changes, and, and most of these are buffs for the most part. Uh, Monte Carlo, uh, everybody's asked for a very long time since glaze have been introduced to use it to go punch something. Um, you got it. There's a video linked inside there. Uh, you get a kill with Monte Carlo. You got a melee kill and then they go in one shot an orange bar in the duality dungeon. It looks like people slowed it down. You, they did like over a hundred K damage with that one, like special, uh, melee hit with Monte Carlo. Interesting moving forward if that melee damage pairs with anything else at all. You know, you got Lyra's Handshake, you got Syntheseps. So I don't know. Does Warlock have something to buff melee damage, Fox? Uh, is it Karnstein Armlets? Doesn't it do something with melee? Yeah, they, they, they heal you if you get a melee kill or something like that. Um, but yeah, Warlords have something to do to deal with melee too. So I'm sure there's going to be quite a few builds out there involving this, uh, Monte Carlo. So 
Um, get your get your playlist strikes out there or your Crucible games. I'm sure it's going to be dropping from them early in the season. Uh, Quicksilver Storm. Uh, been very popular this season, especially with a lot of Titan builds. And uh, they fixed the issue where the ammo was loading in the Quicksilver slightly too late than the reload animation. Uh, I couldn't tell you how many times I've done that with this gun. Also with Salo's Bane from King's Fall that uh, just the, the timing wasn't working out right. So uh, that should be less of that happening. Um, DMT, Dead Man's Tell, they fixed the impact stat only. Uh, it was just a cosmetic. So like all guns have an impact stat on them that is read. And uh, this is not the only time a bungee has fixed one of those, um, but only it means nothing. It's just a display stat. It don't actually factor into the weapon. Two-Tail Fox. Uh, now it's going to fire the third shot with the catalyst and um, instead of just firing the two rockets. Uh, Verglass Curve. Whispers of Fissure Detonations now generate Hall Barrage stacks if the crystal was created by the weapon. Sh uh, Shiver Quiver now activates when slowing enemies and they increase the slow stacks from 40 to 60 when hitting players directly with the hair barrage stack arrows. This allows for a freeze if two hail barrage arrows hit the same player. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of this bow use. I never finished the catalyst either for it. It's a stasis bow. <laughs> ice walls um, I'm sure there's going to be uses for it moving forward uh, La Monarch here another bow they're hitting pretty hard because of PvP so they reduce the draw time from 684 to 612 and they reduce the body shot damage from 100 to 85 increase the hit multiplier from 1.5 to 1.6 so um, the crit damage against the player will be going down from 150 to 136 because they reduced the base damage. Uh, and then they changed the poison damage over time effect with it now only lasting 1.75 seconds down from 3. And they move 8 damage ticks to 6. But the poison deals the same total damage to the player. And poison damage is increased in PVE by 50%. Only time, only time I ever really used that was uh, like the, with the overload bows or whatever, mm -hmm. just because it, it kind of gave you a little bit of time. If you needed to reload another weapon after you stun a champion or something, the ticking yeah. could, could help you out there. Uh, Vex Business Class had its time in the sun a little bit, um, and it's getting a lot higher usage in PvP because it's a aggressive frame auto rifle that fires faster than aggressive frame auto rifle. So the RPM is coming down from 390 to 360. That's high impact auto rifle. Sorry, not aggressive. And then they increase the damage against minor combatants and major combatants by 25%. Hopefully we see fusion rifles have a anti-champion mod next season because I think Vex gets, gets some play whenever that happens. Uh, Tommy's Blacks book, they're upping the Scorch value. Uh, previously, it was 14 
and then it was 21 with Ember of Ashes Fragment. Now it's going to be 15 and 20 with the Ember of Ashes equipped. Alright, uh, Touch of Malice. Do you all have your Touch of Malice Catalyst done? You, you no. quit playing us. You, you quit playing with us around that time. No, I got mine done because I did. You, you can't. I did. You also 50, got the gun forty runs before we did. No, I got mine on my fifty-fifth run. Yeah, but yeah, no. you went through and did boss runs without us. So y'all would it play? Have, you got it like weeks weeks ahead of us. You hated that raid, Fox. I know, which is a shame. I used to love that raid, but so it's just too long, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, I still need the challenges done. Wow, that's one thing I would I would actually enjoy doing because I still need like two of just the base ones. Yeah, I never got that title done for King's Fall. Yeah, kind of because it got the one that's like the four is lava or whatever. Like, yeah. never got that one done. Yeah. Shifty's fall. We'll we'll get back in there at yes. some point. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Um, so touch a mouse. You know, it's it's got its place. When it came out, came out pretty hot because it's doing some extra damage because when paired with divinity. But uh, this changes here might uh might make some new use for touch a mouse. Increase the final round damage in PVE by twenty percent. Decrease the self damage from final round from ten to seven. And find around damage can no longer kill the user. And then also increase the health awarded by Touch of Malice Mercy Perk from 30 to 75. Um, when you set up Touch of Mercy to work with uh, Unrelenting, I mean, just like Unrelenting, so Guardians and Majors grant more points towards its activation. And then the Ball of Darkness, uh, basically the Taken Captain bubble that you can shoot out of it now will deal arc damage and it will blind combatants and stun unstoppable champions that's a mouthful yeah basically like if people don't have touch of mouse it's like hey we want people back in king's fall to come back and get it and get that catalyst done what do you have to do for the catalyst it's not a it's not is this not a a hard mode run is it it's just uh no shoot nope. some stuff along the way yeah shoot some stuff go grab some balls go dunk the balls and then kill some uh A- extra powers that yeah. show up yep and that happens right after golgi right you do the stuff in the maze and then that's it uh no there's like three spots and then you go play basketball at the end and do it uh you get no. to go to the court of oryx yep sheesh yep which court? You start in the court. Top right. Like the, bas- of, the, the basketball court. Top right oh, of okay. the dick wall. Yep. All right. Uh, Malfeasance. They fixed the issue where Purple Weapon Catalyst wasn't displaying uh, the status of the buff text. But it was working, but it just didn't show on your screen. Uh, Cloud Strike. They reduced the lethal kill distance of the lightning strike against players. Wicked Implement. Uh, the timing window for creeping attrition has been increased from 3.5 seconds to 4.5 seconds. And then you can also activate um, feeling, hot, wait, 
fifthling harvest by destroying stasis crystals. Okay. Um, to throw a grenade down maybe and break them. All right. The wicked implement exotic catalyst now also includes headstone perk. Oh, okay. This is actually pretty good. Damn. Probably more likely to use that over the stasis bow, right? So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, we got a bunch of perk changes. Uh, Fox, what's what's the first one that's going on? We got bipod uh, reduced damage penalty from forty percent to twenty five percent. I wish it was like. 12.5%. Yeah. Uh, I got like two. Uh, I got a decent Braytech Osprey uh, last week, but it had bipod on it. So Jared's like, no, 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 don't delete it. Just throw it in the vault. So mm-hmm. getting closer, inching closer for that. <clears throat> Envious Assassin, which is uh, one of those perks that I don't engage with a whole, whole lot. Uh, I have weapons that have it. I understand that. Whenever I do what's required to trigger it, 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 it's pretty good. But it's just one that, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to get over the something that makes me reload quicker or reload less and a damage perk. Like, those are kind of kind of my jams. Uh, but this no longer gives a time limit after kills that you must activate the perk in. That was always kind of my deal with that one. Uh, the perk will now activate even if the magazine is overflowed. And Enhanced MBS Assassin now provides fractionally more ammo per kill instead of a longer window of time after a kill. So uh, maybe that rework will... I'll definitely try it out because I've got some uh, thumbs-up rolls on Dim uh, with that on it that I've kind of just stashed away. Uh, so so I'm kind of looking forward to trying that one out. Under Rover was the, the next perk. Sorry, I lost my spot there. Uh, it now provides bonus body shot damage against players with woven mail. Increase the bonus damage against combatant shields. And deals significantly increased damage to enemies who are enhanced by dark cabal over shields in addition to enemies shielded by lucent moths. Um, so the woven mail, are, are there just people just running around with like woven mail all the time in Crucible? Pretty well. Uh, hunters can do it really easy with the, the helmet uh, okay. because like when they throw that grapple grenade out there, um, whenever they use that gr- grapple grenade, it gives them woven mail and they can keep but rebuffing themselves off that same one that's right. out there. But that's so, uh, what trash. So <laughs> one thing that, that I, I, I really liked was the, uh, I, I, I always think about the, the light blade, strike and how there's so many lucent moths and enemies getting hit by those so that is uh something that that would be cool you know just something to kind of keep in mind it's very 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 specific you know because lucent moths were just introduced a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. or uh in fact they're overshields so now if i look at this perk i truly think it should be a trait and not a perk yeah 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 i agree It'd be cool if it was like an optional trait on the uh, Throne World weapons or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, Under, Under Pressure was the next one. Uh, 
Under Pressure was uh, pretty popular with fusion rifles. Uh, so with it, they reduced the maximum accuracy so maximum accuracy cone scalar from 0.5 to 0.75. Um, Chad, under pressure, basically the like uh, major shot tighter, right? Was more or less kind of what it did. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it seems like this is kind of widening it out a little. Um, is do you think that 0.5 to 0.75 is going to make enough of a difference to where it's not like the primary perk that you're looking for? Uh, it's possible. Um, because just based on numbers, it's a whole 50% difference. Right. Um, so it's, it's big enough that it, it'll, it'll make a difference, but, um, we'll just have to see and play it out. Yeah. Cause it was what, like under pressure and like high impact reserves was always a, yeah. a pretty solid PVP yep. role. Right. I know. I, know, I always knew if I got that, I needed to like take a look at the rest of it. Just to kind of check it out. So, uh, and then shoot to loot, which is, I think the most pointless perk in the game. Uh, but it, it no longer triggers the reload when shooting a special brick that could not be picked up while also having an overflowed weapon equipped. So, uh, I didn't even know it did that honestly. Cause I just, if I see that perk on a gun, it is insta shard for me. I know some people like it, uh, but it's, it's just, it's just not for me. And explosive damage now interacts with the orbs of power. That that's kind of cool, you know. Uh, I don't know. Still not enough to make me use it. Do you guys use shoot dilute at all? Uh, I always keep one gun with it, but that's it. I might have a gun that has it, but no is the answer. Valiant charge perk now deactivates after the initial sword swing. I don't even know if I have a sword that has this perk on it. Uh, it's the stasis sword from like deep dives and all that stuff. So um, it's easily to go craft it. If, you, if But this is a nerf to the weapon. So I don't think it's beaten out like Warwind Blade or anything like that. Okay. Uh, ambush no longer deactivates from healing, fall damage, or being shot by allies. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like that might have been a, a little cheesy there uh, from the looks of it. Explosive Light fixed a bug where the enhanced version was get, granting two stacks on the initial orb pickup. Uh, this is one I actually did notice on the, the Regnet because uh, I do I do like that, that grenade launcher pretty well. And Chill Clip reduced the slow stacks from 60 to 40 and Wolfpack rounds no longer trigger the perk. So that hurts mm. the old chill clip grenade or rocket launcher rather so but between that and uh the old two-tailed you know they really really hurt the a lot of the rockets i used last season yeah so um you gotta get you don't get shadow damage off until three rockets um so that's that's tough so somebody's putting a stasis and throws a uh you know, maybe a dust field grenade on the boss, a, a chill clip rocket isn't the worst thing, but it's probably going to not do as much damage as explosive light rocket launcher. So, 
All right, crafting. Um, man, crafting. They 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 introduced it was that like a year and a half ago now. So much hype, Which and, the, and it was like, man, how do I level up a weapon? Can I turn in bounties with it equipped? No. Oh, should I should complete activities with it? Yes, but if you're close to going, getting the hundred percent of that level, you won't get the extra XP for completing that activity. So if activity gives you seventeen percent, you're sitting at ninety three. You're only getting that seven percent of the seventeen. You're not getting that additional ten. So um, that never felt right, but Bungie's fixing that. So that's one of the things we're fixing with uh, crafting going into next season. So, um. Whenever you finish a crucible match, trials, dares, wellspring, gambits, or a solo lost sector that's platinum, you'll be getting even more progression towards that weapon. And whenever you meet that threshold for that level, the additional XP will be carrying over to that next level. So let's just say it's uh, 25%. That's awesome. If you're if you're like playing Team Scorched, get four games in. That get that weapon is going up a whole level, so uh, good change there. Also, they are adding the ability to straight purchase up levels on the weapon with silver. Oh, just kidding, not with silver. Uh, with glimmer yeah. and <laughs> with glimmer and enhancement cores. Uh, could you imagine? Oh, I would love to see it. Um, I don't. I don't think even Bungie has the balls to say that right now. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, glimmer enhancement cores. There'll be an additional mod slot on the weapon that you can go in there and purchase it. So as you level the weapon up, it will cost more glimmer and more enhancement cores as you climb those ranks. Um, is that, I think that's the most of it, right? Uh, with the crafting, the individual uh, weapons, hold on. right? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if, if we were going to, I just want to make sure we didn't skip over the, the Niamuna weapon pattern changes. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, the big gripe is they're, they're too hard to grind. There's no consistent way to get them. The best way to do it is to do the, uh, like the gold bounties, the ones with the star, like the VIPs ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now more or less, there's going to be like weekly. Um, if you get that, the weekly pinnacle story mission score challenge gives you one that the first time each week, that's guaranteed with deep sight and any vendor engram upgrade will increase the drop chance as well. So I was pretty happy because Dude, for seasons, I have been going into the throne world because uh, is it the pointed inquiry, the mm-hmm. void, like uh, scout? Yeah. I have two out of three, and I <laughs> cannot get it. I cannot get a third one to drop, yeah. like with the red border. And what's frustrating is there's one in Finch's like level up track, but I'm already like I'm already like well over rank thirty or whatever. But there's just one in there that like I didn't get because it wasn't a red, it wasn't a red border back whenever we were doing it. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for this to be able to pick that last one up that I need. Yeah, so I almost spent my deep sight resonators on them this season. I was like oh, I'm waiting to see because I was like, 
they're at a pretty painful point. So Bungie's got to be giving them a buff at some point. So I'm holding on to them from this season. So I'm rolling them into next season and claiming them through the website to see if any like major weapon comes out hot at the start of next season. I used them on Neomono weapons. <laughs> I ain't doing that again. I don't care if it makes it easier. I'm not doing it. Which uh, which was the the hardest? Which one did you have the worst luck with? Um, what was the hand cannon? Was it round robin or something like that? No, I got that one week one. Dude, I haven't. I I've had um, no red borders from Naomuna for months. I literally got most of it done within that week that we were gaming because I was hitting it hard, yeah. and then nothing just absolutely my own luck i'm like cool sounds about right so the deep sight resonance stuff came out and i'm like yep i know what i'm doing i don't care i don't care what else happens i'm not playing neomuna anymore so got that out of the way all right so that is it for the weapons breakdown uh from the devs so uh, that's what's going to be going into season 22. Um, man, Swords are probably going to be really good survivability. And um, there's going to be a lot of weapons that's kind of going to rise to the top in PvP that you haven't seen in a while. Some SMGs that were just like lagging behind because they didn't have rangefinder or the zoom factor was 13 instead of 14. So it's going to be interesting. I think the meta is going to shift a touch uh, and uh, watch out for the those new... Uh, weapons like oh you can't get this weapon anymore i found it in my vault youtube thumbnails that uh i'm sure a few of those <laughs> are gonna happen no <laughs> all right this week in destiny so uh starting out they just a big summary of all the stuff they kind of been putting out and getting us prepared for season 22 um and then guardians for maui so uh, hawaii wildfire support they were having some terrible fires right now that is driving people out of homes, uh, killing people, um, and it, it's really um, people have nowhere to go. Some people are ju- literally jumping into the ocean to escape the fires. So, um, Bungie Foundation is launching a fundraising campaign, and this is a direct relief fund for those uh, people affected uh, in Maui. Uh, t-shirts, kind of like a it's a, I think it's a black t-shirt. At least it's going to be charcoal and then some flowers. And then with a slogan, um, I'm going to try not to butcher the slogan here. I'd yeah. say there's a good chance you are. Yeah. Um, Mahama Maui. So it can be the meaning is transferred to take care Maui. So, um, I tried to get on the website earlier today and it's getting so much support that people literally crashed the site. So I will give them another shot tomorrow to see if I can get on there and order one of them t-shirts. Uh, if you order a t-shirt, you also get a, an emblem code that, that goes along with it that you can uh, show off in game. Every time I hear Maui, I think of uh, Moana. Like mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a six-year-old daughter. So, you know, that's the first... I was I was really hoping I would flip over and it would just be like him or, or something on there. But that that would be a cool collab. 
Absolutely. Um, that's a rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So next up in the twid is a like a 15 second teaser trailer. Uh, Chad, did you watch this a few times? Did you try to figure out what was going on? Um, it's the one with the the hunter and the ship. Yeah. Uh, they are attempting to enter the uh, the the travelers triangle. Um, trying trying. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think I think that's the that's going to be a cutscene where our guardian is going to be the one going in. Um, I don't think that's next season there. They, cause they talked about it and the, um, August 22nd at the same time. So I think that's going to be our guardian going into the, the triangle. Um, so I think if they use the generic, like D one OG ship and our guardian gets in it and goes, um, it would be cool if you if the ship changed in the cutscenes, like to our, the rock or the the big big ship, um, whatever. But it's it's got to be the OG ship every time. Um, but it's definitely it definitely psychedelic. Like you can see it kind of stretch, do the stretching thing, like the camera lens kind of weirdness, and then mm-hmm. the like the you go into the psychedelic stuff, and it like stretches out around you and in front. So I'm like, that has to be the cutscene of us going in. Yeah, and you get the OG ghost right there on your shoulder. So uh, those I have those sitting around. Um, yeah, it's definitely like it's like the hyperdrive from Star Trek or like Golden Lightspeed and Star Wars. Mm. Um, I came to mind when going in. So, uh, you know, naturally the hunter leading the way. You know, you got to send the hunters in if you want to go get something done, right? Cause that Titan yeah, really yeah. screwed up. He's in, he's yeah. laying in layers. <laughs> like what was, he's about what to be scout potatoes. What's his What's his name? Like Jackson or something like that. I read the war on that fella. You can tell how much of it I retained. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the Titan didn't fare too well. Did not. So did you? Happened to see like uh, the part, you know, at the beginning, it's like zooming in on the witness and you get like, like this shot mm-hmm. of the witness, right? It's more like this shot. Yeah. He's got a hell of a brow. Uh, but did you, did you guys like see where everybody was breaking down? Like the reflection in the eyes of what the witness was looking at. I haven't, <laughs> I was waiting to see if there was one. There is one. So I will good to know there is, you can, uh, you can check that out. At bedtime tonight. All right. Um, so the showcase is happening on the twenty second, starting nine a.m. Pacific. And um, if you're in stream with your linked Bungie account on Twitch, you'll be getting a uh, an emblem drop. So it kind of shows that Luminati Pyramid. I'm sorry the the Traveler Pyramid with the Travel the witness. Traveler's Triangle. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got you got to have yeah. a nice break in between, like right before you say triangle. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get one of those, so uh, you can uh, join the cult in in game with another free emblem that Bungie's given out. 
Bungie also put out a YouTube video of all the epic moments of the Light and Darkness saga and people getting really excited with um, some of the moments that happened in-game. So, um, watching that video, I was like, man, people get way more excited than I do whenever I see those things. And I don't know if there's just something wrong with me or that, or like this the way I am, but I just never thought that or act like that, whatever it is. I don't guess I saw the, the other, the white darkness moments. I didn't even mm-hmm. see that video, unfortunately. Um, there we know a little picture that says, say hi to Amaru for us. So there's a picture of Ikora. And then looks like a warlock with next season's armor of some some kind. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be yep. in what, but uh, I mean, I'm going to talk and, more about this a little bit later. Okay, okay, I won't step on it too much then. Um, yeah, a new vendor that's going to be in the tower next season, and this vendor is going to have twitch drops, bungee rewards, digital deluxe and collector's edition loot that you have um, some secret stash items and pre-order bonuses. It's going to be called deliveries. So um, special deliveries. It's going to be in between Rahul and the gunsmith. Um, Silver cost, uh, depending on where you live in the world, can be adjusted higher or lower due to currency exchange rates starting next season. Um, and speaking before the season ends, make sure to claim reward bend, rewards from vendors that are not seasonal vendors. Basically, in the helm, they are safe. You can leave those engrams. That I think you can leave like Neonuma and Throne World, but you need to claim the ones in the tower. Talking like the like the Shags. Vanguard, yep. Ones yeah, that, like you can like turn into like weapons and stuff. Yep. Didn't didn't get too many of those this season. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, some Destiny art this week. Uh, ends with one fishing, you know, and uh, just waiting around for the final shape showcase. Ooh. Five more sleeps. Good. So excited he took the day off, right? Half day. I'm trying hey, to figure he's out. He's got to get that I'm work gonna, in. Trying to figure out if I'm going to schedule myself a break from like 12 yeah. to 1 or what the plan mm-hmm. is. Yep. I have to I have to figure out if I'm doing a root canal next week or not. Mm. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Those are not fun. Don't be. Those are easy. The root canal is easy. It's the tooth pain beforehand that's not a problem that that's what i meant like the whole like the whole like five days um are root canals super expensive in out there uh the one that i I I got a quote for today is about 1200 without insurance okay i started i started saying mine was like nine like whenever i got a price so I also heard of people just going a little bit south where you're at, Chad, across the border, and it being a hell of a lot cheaper. <laughs> Very over true, there. but I wouldn't know how to ask for it. I don't speak Spanish. Mm. Mm. I would guess um, root canalo, por favor. <laughs> 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 All right, so 
Just let me that, like root. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like that. Root, root agua, like water, you know, like a canal. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. they could. All right, so we're gonna move on to three likes and three dislikes. Um, not a whole lot going on this week, probably for us in game wise. But we got in. We put a little time in here or there. So my like with this this week was just uh, we. I jumped on and did. Um, Don't say it. What What was the dungeon? Fire of the Watcher. Yes, Fire of the Watcher. Yeah, like Fox and uh, and Navy posted. Hey, one for that, and jumped on. It's able to get the two bosses in. Um, probably the most fun part of the dungeon, just the two two boss fights. So that was that was my like for the week. Yeah, and then after that, we did uh, did a Grandmaster because mm, he yeah. didn't have any done, so we could choose which ones to do. We did the Devil's Lair. Pretty easy, pretty quick. Um, pretty. Like we said, that's a pretty good starter, starter nightfall, Grandmaster. Um, my, so I've, I've been juggling a little bit of Destiny with a whole lot of Final Fantasy Four, this this past week, and Catan so, Universe. Yes, yes, my wife just beats the brakes off of me in that game, and it pisses me off so bad, absolutely infuriates me. Uh, but I have to like act cool, like it doesn't bother me, you know. So, but like, like inside, it's really eating me up. But uh, <clears throat> with that, some of like the the Final Fantasy grind, it's like reignited this like weird grind to where like I'm tracking like efficiency on like how long it takes me to do a Grandmaster versus strikes and the point difference, and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm back. Back in the harder core Destiny days, as opposed to where I've been at here uh, lately. Because now, like, the only time you really have to be hardcore is, like, the two weeks after the expansion drops, just to get to the raid. And then after that, you can kind of play pretty chill the rest of the time. So that would be my like. It's just uh, I've actually enjoyed doing some strikes. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'll let you go before I say my dislike. Oh, good. Um, so my like is uh, being excited for a weekly reset again. Um, this last couple of weeks have been pretty chill for me. Uh, and I've been like forgetting that Tuesdays were special in any kind of way. Um, so being like, oh, man, I'm actually looking forward to Tuesday now. Um, besides, obviously, the reset and the new season, but also the uh, the v- Vidoc that they're doing the whole life fall, the showcase that they're doing. Um, there's just a lot to be happy to do and watch. Um, and so I'm like, cool. I'm, I'm excited to see if there's more to that cutscene that we get, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, now my dislike before Ryan, uh, just rips us all apart here. Um, is, is, uh, the boys, uh, doing an emergency stream without me. Um, it's upsetting. Uh, I don't, I don't like watching it and, um, (laughs) I'm thoroughly disappointed. 
I'm, I will be honest. From, based on the numbers, a lot of other people didn't really like watching it either. Um, but uh, you said you weren't going to be home till midnight our time. Like it's true, I wasn't. I wasn't. That's late. That's really late. I know. Like I would have persevered because I'm on vacation, but I couldn't do it the next night because my wife wanted to go to Kings Island the next day. So it's I didn't fine. know if I would it's be fine. on. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to say you should. I feel, have waited. I feel like just... I feel like you're not mad, but you're disappointed. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I mean, that's what I said. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out. We probably need to do more stuff during the week, and in no way that we'll get all of us on at the same time during the week to do stuff like that. So, except in the first month of a release. Yeah. Jared, do you want Ryan to go last on the dislike? Or? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do mine. Uh, mine is uh, that uh, I need to solo the dungeon this weekend. Yeah, so oh, I'm man, not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to follow it because if I get to the final boss room, I'm not leaving it. I'm just gonna. If I die, I die. I'm get. I'm getting through it. Just uh, yeah, die. I die. Just to get I'm that getting, eleven, baby. <laughs> I'm just I'm making sure I have eleven going into next season. Yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, I yep. here I am. I thought I was gonna be a four next season and I was so excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dislike is while running these strikes and things, there are some real dummies that run the nightfall playlist. Um I mean, you would think, so you would think that since I'm the only one that apparently is capable of running a champion mod whatsoever, that the others will be set up to just like slay out or just deal massive damage, right? Since they're not paying attention to, there's basically like three rolls in, in like night balls, one person roll or like, where you can play like heavy into one, you could like dabble in two of the three or three of the three, but pretty much you have champion people that deal with champions. You have people that deal damage and people that kill ads and really good players do two to two and a half of the three at the same time. Uh, what I'm finding and because I don't want to like solo these cause I would just drive my car off a bridge. But while playing this, like I'm like, I'll just do the champion stuff then you know it just don't have to worry about it so a lot of times i'm just running like uh scout auto just to deal with like barrier and overload or whatever and nobody else is running champion mods nobody else is killing ads so it's like it's just a handicap it's, it's frustrating it's it's like uh all the times I never understood why like Chad would complain so much about like LFG. Like that's how I felt with the matchmaking. Like it is absolute nightmare. So I, it's too late for it to change in this game, but like for destiny three, they need to figure, need to, need to figure some things out there. If only there's a Reiki system that proved how good a guardian was and put them. I would ignore that. Yeah, and dude, like the other part that would be I would be so frustrated about 
<laughs> I would see that, and they would be like rank nines. Like they weren't like yeah or eights. They'd be like eights or nines, you know, maybe a seven. But they were all higher. I was definitely the lowest guardian rank in every nightfall that I did. <laughs> but you're a five by choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. But I feel like I feel like once you're once you're like an eight. You should be able to handle champion mods. <clears throat> I don't think that's too much to ask for. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you there. All right, uh, moves on to gambling corner. I guess gambling corner is going to be a summary to to end the season, right? Uh, Jared wins by a lot, and Chad and I don't have to delete anything. Yeah, got awfully close there for Chad. So close. Yeah. Um, yeah, close for me too. Yeah. Um, so. All right. If you got any ideas for us to shake stuff up next season, maybe make it more punishing, um, let us know. We probably need to tweak a couple of things on our end to make it uh, where we don't win as much. Maybe the house wins instead of us. So. Uh, mm, yeah, I forgot about that. That's that's how gambling works sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't gamble, obviously. Somebody doesn't always win. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's good. We could we could add some um, kind of modifiers to that. Yeah, I did hit a, I did hit thirty dollars off a scratcher today. So proud of you. Now it was a, it was a thirty dollars scratcher. (laughs) I will say. (laughs) So you broke even. That's pretty good. Yes. I think you probably redeemed it, and then you bought like six $5 scratchers. No, I think I'm going to uh, redeem it for a case of cor- uh, Bud Light bottles, I think, is the okay. plan okay. for tomorrow. Which technically I, technically, I really already spent that $30, so, <laughs> but I feel like I won it. So, Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. All right, it moves us on to lore. Chad, what's going on? All right. Well, like I said, been saying for a month, there's no lore left, but it was going to be season 22 guesses. I've had that in here for a little while, and we usually do like a guessing game at the end, um, which I usually typically leave Ryan out because he watches 17 or he looks at 17 different leaks um, and he kind of picks and chooses the ones that have the highest recurrence rate within the leaks and is closest because of it. Um, but we, we got, we got to, uh, prove me wrong. Um, but we got a picture that released yesterday. Um, and I, I even, I remember messaging these boys, like look up the Instagram cause I know neither one of them has it. So if they just on a computer, Google up the Instagram, it'll just show a picture there. They don't have to click on anything. But uh, for Bungie, they released a picture of uh, a hive-looking room, dark, uh, with Imaru talking to what looks like Ikora and our our character in the back, wearing obviously the new, um, not seasonal armor, but the new, well, yeah, no, the new seasonal armor, not the uh, the upgrade, the battle, the, was it the battle, uh, whatever it is, not the upgrade armor you get from the, the leveling. Um, so we know that be, based off of what Zavala said, he wants to pick up, he wants to res Savathun. So I feel like next season 
obviously Amaru's involved because he has to res her. Um, but is it going to be one of those things where he picks her up immediately and they disappear and we have to chase her? Or are we going to have to spend all season proving that we're not going to murder him and then she gets picked up in the like the finale, the seasonal finale, she gets rezzed. Um, like those are the, the 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 options. And then who's the villain for the season? Um, is it gonna be Zivu Aroth still? Um or or is it gonna be a new darkness buddy? Um not sure. I mean Zivu is the most likely candidate, seeing as she's been involved in pretty, pretty much everything, and she's the one that's going after Savathun the most besides us. Um, but I think, I think that we're going to pick up Savathun in the finale and then we're going to spend season 23 working with her and a bunch of other people to figure out a way inside of the, the travelers triangle. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think next season we're going to be doing a bunch of stupid things for Imaru and then, uh, at the end, he's going to be like, you know what? Fine, I'll work with you guys. And then we'll figure out where it goes. So it looks like we're going to be spending some time on the throne world. Um, and if not, he's a ghost. He could go anywhere in the solar system. So we were expecting um, the other locations to come back, right? Io. Mm -hmm. Was Io the, is Io the last one? No, Titan. We got Mars. We got Titan. Is Io the last one? It is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether that's next season or the season after. Because um, mm -hmm. he could have run to Io and then we find him there. But I I, I feel yeah. like with the Vex network stuff, are they going to make Vex this the seasonal enemies? I feel like we just had the Vex. I don't know. I know. I know. So I think... I think we're going to get a lot of Vex because I think the Vex is going to be the key that takes us between like D2 and D3 or uh, the light and dark saga to the next one, whatever it is. I think the you Vex think they're going to be the big be bad middle. after the witness. I think so. Or, or what okay. helps us get to the next yeah. plot point or whatever. And I mean, based off of the final week of veil containment, um, according to Chioma, if the Vex get a hold of the veil, they will be able to create paracausal simulations. So if at the end of this whole thing, all of a sudden the veil disappears and the Vex have it, they will become an absolutely enormous threat on the scale of the witness because they can simulate things with paracausality now. So that's a possibility that all of a sudden we go back to Naomuna, the veil's gone and the, the Vex are all of a sudden mysteriously absent from from everywhere like could you imagine like we kill the witness and then the vex are just gone except like strikes and stuff or like a scout here and there that would be not not foreboding that'd be it'd be ominous i would totally dig that mm -hmm. if the yeah, vex became a minor thing until like the next saga where they all of a sudden they just come back in full force just with more powers, Vex Guardians. They kind of like hide, go away. Yeah, they out go away side, and hide. hide. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty rad. 
As long as it's not the cabal. Man, I'm sick of those guys. Yeah. And I feel like we're headed cabal towards Cabal again? Yeah. I feel like next season it's, we're going back to the pyramid on the moon. I feel like that's going to be the basis of next season. There with the one where you just turn the corner and the black yeah. Dorito ship is there? Yeah. That was quite the reveal back in the day, I will say. Mm-hmm. Was that, that was what, Mission 1 of Shadowkeep, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready for the mailbag, correct? Correct. Dado yeah. says that Gambit is dead in his latest video. Do you think Dado is right? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> says the Gambit boy. You know it's official. Yeah. Yeah, man. It. I I used to really like Gambit, and I think it had potential, but at this point, it's a meme, and nobody's going to change their mind about it. it. Even if it... If they took it from being like... Even if they took it from the worst of the three to the best of the three, nobody would admit it because it's cool to hate Gambit. So might as well just drop it and put it towards something else, like that support towards something else. So if they made us the Gambit strike team, what would our like top three be for Gambit? Would it be? I feel like one of the top three has to be like roll, roll, roll queuing. You queue yep. as a roll. And they, they have to figure out to where the invader is a, at such an advantage, whether it be like weapon, like 10 loadouts or like five loadouts per queue. And dude, I don't care. Let them use their weapons, but say like one of them is a sniper and a sidearm. And one of them, and like they just have to, they can choose any sniper that they want, any sidearm they want, as long as it matches and then probably take exotics out. You can either have like an exotic armor piece or an exotic weapon. You can't have one of each. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, th- I think that like the cues and like the weapon loadout slots, because then they don't have to necessarily worry about like altering weapons that aren't, out of touch and other content, but just destroy Gambit, like say like Queen Breaker's bow. And then they can just take one of your fusions out of that, out of one of the five loadout slots that, that they could do. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I, I, I like that. And, and I think that while you're in that, like whatever you queue for, like, you know, Gambit prime had collars that kind of matched mm-hmm. like, no matter what shaders you have on, like you're viewed, like you can, you're viewed as like, you have like a red shader. Yeah. If you're the invader, like a white shader, if you're the collector or whatever. Yep. All right. Question two, will you do a reaction video Tuesday or you wait to cover it on the podcast? I can do either or whichever you guys want to do. We'll see. We got to say um, it because it's why, isn't it like a 45 minute video or something? Didn't I see that floating around? Yeah. And then like yeah. the last one was like 37 or something for Witch Queen. Yep. yep. It's supposed to be projected think, right now. 
So a 45 minute video is going to be probably an hour 20. Yeah. For a reaction and, video. And then on Thursday, just be about the new season. Yeah. That would probably be the smart way to do it. I don't know if we'll do it, but that would probably be mm-hmm. the the best way to do it. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how we're feeling on Tuesday. Yep. See what kind of mode we're in. Yeah. Uh, question, question three. three. Go ahead, Jared. Would you rather see seasons introduce new characters and build them up towards the expansion like Witch Queen, or see seasons wrap up? Uh, ex, uh, wrap up and expand the story of the previous expansions like Lightfall. Uh, I just wanted to start wrapping up storylines. I think I think they only got so much time to tell before they uh, they storylines. They're not getting wrapped up, man. <laughs> well, I don't want them just to. Move them over to the side and never touch them again, like they're going to, like they done gambit. So I'd rather they end them. They're not going to end. They they would have to have a whole expansion to talk about the nine, the nine, Zer, mm. Germain. Like just think about all the stuff that's just hanging out there right now. That's never gonna, not gonna well, fit narratively whatsoever. Unless the nine are in the final shape. Like you have to summon, you have to go meet the nine in the story to like get powers or something. Or like the nine are like in the fourth wall. They're like, hey, we screwed up the timeline or something screwed up the timeline. This is what you got to do to fix it. Chad, are we ever going to see the nine again? Meh. I'm not they're, 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 yeah, I think I feel like they'll they'll come into play more after the witness thing. I hope so. Like I thought, I always thought the nine was cool. Like, what are they? Yeah. Why are they here? Why are they sending Zer to help us? Like, what's their purpose? Like, they kind of seem like a cult or like a like a religious type thing that's in the game and it's just like to me it seems that's like one of the cooler things i'd like to see but no, well we they're find a, they're, we know that they are um, fucking crota siblings crota ants and they are and everything nine what used to be i think what used to be nine humans that um lost their corporeal body or physical body and became paracausal themselves and that's as much as as far as we get into it. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, I think that'd be super cool. You could get thirty dollars out of me for a mini expansion about the nine. Yeah, I feel like the nine is like the Watcher from Marvel. Uh, I'm I'm not familiar with the Watcher. Oh well, you need to you need to watch the What If series. Then. See, that's the whole. Like, I'm just now getting into, like, Guardians of the Galaxy with my son. Like, he's, like, super into Rocket and Groot right now, Mm -hmm. which has been really fun. Because now anytime I just always say, just look at him like, I am Groot. And he just looks at me (laughs) and just thinks it's hilarious. So, I am the funniest person that's ever lived to my son, which I enjoy quite a bit. Yeah. 
Question four. Now that the season is basically over, how would you rate it? I don't know. Like, uh, see. <sighs> You've been slowly going down this entire time we haven't really been Was playing. It, even Like, I thought fishing sucked. I thought salvage sucked. I thought deep dives were okay. I like that. I like the thought of deep dives more than I like playing deep dives. The loot is fine. You get enough of it. Uh, and we got both a dungeon, which I'm not a big fan of, and an exotic mission. So like just the fact that like pure uh, amount of content is pretty good. I just unfortunately didn't really like any of the content that came out this season. Yeah, you're you're pretty close. Um, I'm flirting between a D plus and a C minus because how terribly executed that um, that those words and mainly deep dives. How terrible deep dives have been because depending on when you was going there during the season, there was three different types of deep dives people were going after: the exotic mission, tier seven, or like just trying to get a loot clear in. You know, so. Um, it's awesome that that the exotic mission was made inside of a deep dive, but you gotta have a w- avenue for people to to get into where they actually want to intend in a deep dive. What is what they want to attempt to do? It should have been a selector after the first week. So on like the next reset, because you know how you can select from like hero to legend or regular to master raids. It should have been uh, regular, and then um exotic mission then it's like okay well now we know what we're in for it probably wouldn't start you at the exotic mission anyway just to burn some of your ammo before you get to the first area but uh yeah no it's i like i like that it's a thing they added to the game with the the roguelike elements because i like that stuff but uh the implementation of it was horrendous because some of those runs can get absolutely horrifically long in my opinion um but i'm 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 hovering right on uh c minus i don't nothing higher than that right there how am i how am i the high the highest rated person that's played the least maybe it's because i played less than you guys maybe that's maybe i found Mm -hmm. the sweet spot of Mm -hmm. uh the, the trick is just to get to season pass 130 (laughs) <laughs> Not all the way to 200. <laughs> You're good to go. Uh, question five. Are you going to be watching the UFC fights on Saturday? I think Cousin Cody's ordering them, so I'll probably uh, I'll probably have him pick me up on the golf cart, and I'll probably walk home. So you can imagine yeah. how that night's going to go, I would say. <laughs> so. uh, no. I haven't watched UFC fights in years. Hey, Chad, you a MMA guy? Uh, I don't do sports. Question six. Jared, I'll let you take this one. I think this came in uh, from one of our listeners, correct? Yeah, yeah it came in from O'Rican. So if you had to eat a bathtub full of one food and everything you wanted in life is free, what would it be? Uh, there are some stipulations here. You have you, you can't leave the bathtub until all the food is gone, uh, no sauces, and if you pick a combo like chips and dip, 
it all has to be mixed together in the bathtub and you are in it. All right. Oh, that's not fair. Uh, <laughs> what? That's not fair. You have to be What's in it. Fair? Yeah, you got to be in the bathtub. You got to eat all the food that's in yeah, there. Well, um, here's the thing. The amount of mass that the three of us takes up is vastly different. So <laughs> Ryan will have to eat much less all. than I will. <laughs> that's bullshit that that even is a part of this. <laughs> what's, what's to say I have a bigger bathtub? That that's that that was gonna be my point is like okay like it a, has to be proportionally a, like the same. Yeah, like I'm like a California king and you're like a because like if 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 you got into my bathtub, you'd be sitting upright, and like it would just be like this bathtub tiny itty bitty dog. I can lie you down in it, but not anybody taller than five nine. Got some yeah. water out there. Yeah. <laughs> Here, dude, I, I let the shower warm up while I'm pooping before I even get in. There's like 30 minutes of heat up time before I even get in the shower. So. Okay. You going to give your answer? Uh, I know I the answer, answer to this because yeah. we talked about it before because I, I read it before the before this came mm-hmm. up. So. I want. I don't want to go first. I will tell you what my first thought was, and then I realized how bad of a thought it was. My first thought was like, "Man, I can, I can really eat a lot of cereal," but then I thought that's going to be a lot of milk in that bathtub. <laughs> so I decided against cereal. I've seen dudes in bathtubs full of cereal. It's a lot of milk. Let's back. There's let's lots of videos. Pause. Let's There's pause lots this. of videos. Let's- I will send you Let's one right this now. Up. I will send you one right now. <laughs> They're always funny. All right. What's your thought, Chad? What can you eat the most of that would be good in a bathtub? I'm trying to think of like the most aerated food possible. And you're on the right track. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. Um, just see, I would, I would lose this because there's nothing that I could think of. I'm like, you know what? Just give me crellers. Just give me a variety crellers. It's a type of donut. It's like an egg based donut. That's that's literally, if you were to cut one in half, it'd just be air pockets. Okay. Yeah. All right. So initially, I keep naming like, foods you guys don't know. Yeah. So initially, it's like it has to be a dry food because. You kind of just don't want all that liquid switched around with you in it and trying to <laughs> deal with it. Um, and next is like, well, what happens if you just get tired of eating it, you know? And you want, and you just eventually you, you need to switch it up just a little bit. And growing up, you always got these tins of popcorn that, like, a portion of it was caramel popcorn, a portion of it was buttered popcorn, and the other portion was uh, cheddar popcorn. And that's the answer. It's a assortment of popcorns. Um, right there, so you could just uh eat the popcorn, popcorn, like it's a corner that got popped out and ma- is mainly air, and um, yeah, that's it, popcorn. I think that's a good one. Um, the other one I was thinking of would be, I don't know, like if if we're looking for. 
like popcorn was my answer too, but I, just to mix it up a little, I was thinking maybe, just maybe, like Cheetos, cheesy poofs, like mm-hmm. not like the yeah, crunchy yeah, Cheetos, the cheese like poofs, the, yeah, yeah, mm, that something good. that's it's going to take up space. Um, they're they're not super heavy because you know you think about just you can fit a lot of hot dogs inside a bathtub. But that's a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to eat. Even the world champ couldn't eat that many hot dogs. Joey Chestnut is one of the greatest athletes that's in of all time. In a generation. So I'm gonna say like cheesy poofs. Yeah. I guess like the, the other bucket of them. The other option is like you try to go big brain, you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna do ice. I'm going to eat the ice, but you pour the plug at the bottom of the tub. It just slowly drains over time, you know? So, Yeah. yeah. That's like the Ludwig answer would be mm-hmm. ice. All right. I think that's the end of the mailbag. Um, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, I am the Destiny Bad Boy. Uh, it is my birthday in 14 minutes. So if you guys want to send me just happy birthday, something like that. You can do that on Twitter at destiny CC pod, where you can also follow us and uh, turn on notifications and that as well. Uh, Keep an eye on Tuesday. Hopefully we get to reaction video. We'll see how that goes. And I'm gonna let these other two guys sign off. Yeah. I'm going to be around Tuesday. I'm going to pick up some food on the way home from work and literally just sit in my, put on my computer for a solid four or five hours and uh, not do anything else. So if if you're on at that time, hit me up. Uh, I'll be cruising around, probably just sitting in queue. We watching the showcase. So hit me up. And uh, excited to get some more lore next week. Get some more stuff to read. Want to get in there, read some stuff. As always, go cats. Love you guys.